Everybody, welcome back to Wicked Sports. This is at the buzzard. I'm joined as always by Jack Tiernan. Jack, how are you doing? Brian, we're doing good. We're at the all-star break, man. We've made it. Uh, excited to look forward to what's next. Yeah, so we're we're here. The Celtics are coming off a 50-point win uh, at the time of recording uh, over the Nets, who played them hard the day before. I don't know what yeah. happened uh, in between. Especially when the Celtics were missing players who played in the first game, but uh, yeah, I guess let's talk a little bit about that matchup. Then we can talk about like the season so far. Does that sound good? Yeah, that's great with me. All right. So, how did the Celtics beat the Nets down so badly, Jack? Um, I dude, I mean, I know the Nets are just a weirdly made up team, and by made up, I don't mean like fake. I mean like the their right. construction is strange, right? They've yeah. got like a bunch of like stretch kind of like wing type of guys that are all mm-hmm. out there playing. Um, dudes like Cam Thomas, Mikhail Bridges, obviously kind of different ends of the spectrum there, but. Mm-hmm. You get you get a bunch of those dudes. You get Nick Claxton, who isn't your traditional center. He's kind of like a rim runner type of guy. Um, I don't know, man. I think it's a really weird, like pretty decently athletic team, but they are so hot and cold. And I feel like with their just experience, they're pretty lackluster compared to the Celtics, right? Celtics have a bunch of veteran dudes who know what it takes to win. And then you've got, I'm not saying Mikhail Bridges is not because he is, and I like him a lot as a player, but looking at the makeup of that team, it's just so strange. And we defend and we score well against those type of teams. Um, They're unique. They're not really competitive, I would say, um, as evidenced by a 50 point loss, I guess. But, you know, it's an interesting made up team. Um, Probably not the Nets team that we'll see trotted out next year. I assume some moves will be made. Um, either to blow it up more or to try to acquire pieces for Mikhail Bridges, basically to build around. Uh, and Ben Simmons, I got to say, but mm-hmm. that's probably it. Yeah, I mean, really, like the Nets, they had the Kyrie, KD, you know, Harden thing, and it blew up entirely on their face. So they're just kind of gone are those days. Trying yeah. to re- which I think is probably healthy given how all three of those players are now on different teams. Uh, and right. it didn't work out like with them playing each with each other at all. So, you know, but better for the Nets to rebuild than to try to stick with that there. But uh, one thing I wanted to talk about a little bit, I'm not hearing too many people talk about it outside of Boston, but certainly Boston fans are kind of like, why is Jason Tatum not like being talked more about like as a potential MVP? I don't know how you feel about that. I think it's funny you say that. I saw a couple articles on that same thing recently, too. I think JT is the best player on the best team in the league right now. So right. where is that conversation? I agree, honestly. I think it's it's very surprising to me that he's so often overlooked because he does a lot of things. There's nothing particularly that he is like, man, Jason Tatum is the best in the league at this. But he does right. a lot of things really well, right? Like top-notch defender. Um, maybe not top-notch defender. He's a solid, above-average defender. Sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and he's, you know, he's aggressive on the boards. He's, what was it the other day? It was 41 points, 14 rebounds, right? Like, yep. that's a great game. People putting up those numbers should be considered for MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, you had like 30 in the first half. Yeah, right. Like, the dude popped up. I think it was 31, 32, something like yeah. that. Yeah, he was, he was on fire. Um, and then essentially routed the Nets the next day, right? Same thing, like the team did, right? Where he doesn't need to mm-hmm. do much. I think it's because he honestly is overshadowed by so many other good players on his own team, right? Yeah. Um, you think Jalen Brown, you think Kristaps Porzingis, you think Drew Holiday, right? You think Derek White. All of those dudes do a lot of things very well as well. 
and it takes a little bit of the shine off of Tatum. Um, I think that's unfortunate. I don't think that's how it should be, frankly. I think he is clearly one of, if not the, I would say top five player in the league, guaranteed. Um, mm-hmm. So where is that consideration for MVP, right? He is. He should be a perennial candidate, in my opinion. And I think because he's not as outspoken, he's not as known for certain things compared to other folks. Like Jokic is kind of like, everybody loves Jokic. He's kind of this like chunky, sloppy dude who like goes and has sweet assists, sure. you know, like yeah. Joel is a foul baiter. Um, Giannis uh, is a crybaby. Like th- those type of guys, you know, like yeah. they all do certain things. Whereas Tatum is kind of like the consummate professional. And I, mm-hmm. this is probably a bad take and I'll probably get roasted by somebody okay. for this. Um, I think there's a lot of similarities to LeBron James here. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is just in general, he's got some crazy athleticism. He's got some sweet highlight dunks. He's getting better at his assist game. He definitely brings the ball up the court a lot. Um, play the same position. And I mean, something that I think is overlooked is just how he doesn't really mess up like in the social mm-hmm. world. You know what I mean? Like there's not a lot of press coverage on him, but that's a good thing because he doesn't need it. He doesn't like crave it. You know, he's just like kind of an all around good guy from what it seems. Um, mm-hmm. And that's kind of what LeBron was when he came into the league. So I think it's a really impressive comparison to be made about him. Yeah. And I think, you know, LeBron still is that people get like annoyed sure. that he did the whole, you know, decision but that decision was a million dollars to charity in yeah. fairness so like you know i don't want to i don't want anyone to think that we don't like lebron here obviously like no. competitively he's been a thorn in the celtics side and not even a thorn just like kind of dominated uh the celtics yeah. in a lot of ways so obviously Definitely. we have a little like ah uh, lebron james you know from that perspective but i think we both uh, appreciate him very much as a player and you know, we'll be sad to see him go. Absolutely. He's my goat, man. I think he's probably the best player of all time, in my opinion. So it's, it's yeah, it's, it's hard for us. Uh, like we didn't really want, well, we won't, you know, I don't know about you. I only have memories of Jordan playing on the Wizards, so I can't same. Yeah, same. fully like talk about Michael Jordan and how he played. But in that moment, all I know is yeah. while I've been watching basketball, LeBron James is the best player I've ever seen. So guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, well, I've been watching since I've been old enough to process, really. You know, I'm right. with you on that. So, you know, you talked a little bit about the other players around Tatum and maybe that's taking away from his MVP case. But, you know, that doesn't really matter for us as fans of just the Celtics as a whole. Um, this team's unbelievable, Jack. Like, Dude, crazy. I guess, you know, I don't want to be like they're winning the title for sure or anything, but, like, this team has a good chance to win the title, right? I, yeah, I think I said it best a couple of minutes ago, right? Like where it's, there is a one in 10 chance that there is a hundred percent chance that we win the title, you know, like almost right. guaranteed. I feel like mm-hmm. uh, not, uh, not almost guaranteed. I feel like guaranteed that we at least make it into the later depths of the playoffs, barring mm-hmm. injury, you know, anything can happen. Right. Um, we see KP, I don't know if it's just injury management, but he, you know, rolls his ankle every other day, it seems. So right. it's important to keep that, you know, in, mm-hmm. in check, I think. Um, yeah, 2009 Celtics better than 2008 Celtics, and KG got hurt. So for sure, 100. Like, percent Yep. Yeah, it can be a situation like that. But as of right now, I mean, like who who in the East is challenging them? I <laughs> I mean, I think that's a great. I'm glad you said. Except the East inevitably the Heat, but it, you yeah, know, the Heat if they make the play, their freaky yeah. bullshit that they always do in the playoffs. But of course. Right. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, aside from 
the Heat just because we don't match up well against them, which actually I think we do this year because I think we're undefeated against them this year ever since we got Porzingis, who was just totally a zone defense breaker, which is sick for us because, you know, screw you, Eric Spolstra. Like, we'll figure it out eventually. Um, I mean, the Heat, because they're annoying, but, like, if I'm looking at the standings in general, the next closest, we're six games up on this two seed, right, the Cavs. Uh, the Bucks have just, like, taken the Doc Rivers special and are kind of in a nosedive right now. Oh, dude, um, it's bad. It's not good. It's not good. They are four and six in their last ten. That is not good. Uh, Doc hasn't even been around for all that. You know, like that's that's it's not good. It's not good. Um, Doc is not helping the Bucks. At least not yet, right? Maybe there is a, a sure. There's a learning curve here for both him and the players to get on the same page. Expected. Fine. Traded for Pat Bev, um, and I think that was it. They sent campaign away, who was an end of bench guy anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I did see a really funny comparison the other day that was like Drew Holiday wearing 21 for the Bucks and it was like Super Mario next to him type of thing. Right. And then for Pat Bev, they had like Wario next to him because it's like he's just it's yeah. not the same man. Like no. it's not a for effort, but that ain't it. So maybe the Bucks. I mean, they're annoying, but I'm honestly not scared of them if I'm being totally honest. Um, maybe the Cavs. I think from a matchup perspective, that's probably the most interesting team for us to go up against. Um, though I keep going back to Jarrett Allen's quote from when he was in the playoffs a couple of years ago and he was like, yep, the lights were too bright, you know, like I'm not good. So maybe they're just soft. Maybe they don't have the hardened experience, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't like how we match up against the magic and I think the Sixers will be back to themselves once Joel comes back. But mm-hmm. I mean, all of those are like big ifs if they can pull it together and if they can in a seven game series, man, I just feel like that's not happening. You know, yeah, I really don't. Not in the East. Yeah. And then, I mean, you know, don't want to look too far ahead, but like in the West, who, who you got right now? I mean, I know it's kind of a weird, you know, down year for some teams. Uh, although the Warriors are kind of rebounding lately. I will they say. are. They are. Uh, and we'll get to those in the TikTok. Um, those Warriors, some thoughts, but uh, so check out where you get everything on our wicked sports on TikTok. But uh, yeah, I mean, the West, she's like the front runner there. I mean, this is tough to say. Um, if I had to pick, I mean, it's the, the same big four that we've kind of been hearing about all year, and that's the T Wolves, the Clippers, uh, the Nuggets, and the OKC Thunder. Um, all of which we've had really good games against. So I think any of those would be really good matchups in the finals. Um, I just don't really see any other team really competing for that top spot. I mean, you could argue the Pels or the Mavs maybe, or maybe the Kings, but, and I mean, you can also say, let me just say that I don't think any of these teams are on the Celtics level overall here. I think in the West, any of these teams could come out, right? It's a much tighter conference over there. Even LeBron James and the Lakers are in the play-in right now, and they are like, LeBron turns it on in the playoffs, you know? So does Anthony Davis. You got to give him credit for that. So there's so much like room for just movement here. I am counting out the Suns, to be honest. Like if I had to pick one team that's in the playoff contention right now in the Western Conference, not worried about the Suns at all. Um, I hope that doesn't like John Morant come back to bite me in the ass. But um, I mean, (laughs) I think of these teams, the teams that I'm worried about probably are those top four, those Mm T-Wolves, Thunder, Clippers, Nuggets, for sure. All right. So uh, anything else uh, before the All-Star break? I mean, we're looking forward to the all-star break. We're looking forward to rooting on Jalen Brown, of course, in the dunk contest. Definitely. Yeah, and, Talked uh, about that. Other than that, I think well, it's from now 
it's not till next week at this time that we have NBA games. So I mean, we maybe we'll talk about the All Star game. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, could be exciting. Yeah, it could be. It could be fun. I mean, it's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. We'll other see than Doc that, Rivers in his uh, coaching debut, will. that'll be fun. <sighs> Poor, dude, I got I got so gut by a fake like Doc Rivers quitting uh sports account. I think it was like NBA <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that's crazy. And I was like this oh. is it. And it's like, oh no, he's yeah. never mind. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, no, we'll see if they figure it out. But uh yeah, anything else that you wanted to cover that we didn't get to? No, I think that's it, man. I think tons of Celtic stuff. I'm excited for the all-star break. I'm excited to get our guys some rest. Honestly, that's the biggest yeah. thing for me. So no, definitely. So, uh, yeah, other than that, where can they find you online? Sure. Best place to find me is on Twitter or X, and that's at Jack underscore Tiernan. So follow me there. I'll be tweeting about NBA, MLB, NFL stuff now that we're in the offseason for those things. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram at Jack Disc Golf. Just played the tournament last weekend, came in second place. That's huge. Hell yeah. Um, yeah I didn't once- do that because I was talking to, uh, you know, Alex uh, about Disc Golf. And- oh, yeah. I pulled up your player page and I was like, oh, nice. Jack got second. Oh, shit. He just did that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I just popped off a little bit. No big deal. Oh, yeah. Big throws. Yeah, it was it was pretty sweet. So hopefully only on the up and up. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, follow me there. Yes, so please do. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the TheFakeBMarr, B-M-A-R-R. Uh, I've been getting into TikToks, trying to do them more. So please go check out our TikTok account. Jack and I are about to record some NBA TikToks. A lot of them with me are, are football, but you know, I'll probably have to talk about other stuff now that uh, football is over for the most part. Maybe UFL, Pro- probably not. But uh, yeah, that's a tough yeah. one. That's a tough, <laughs> tough audience. Yeah, so uh, please go check out. Uh, Wicked Good Sports on TikTok. Main channel is Wicked Good Everything. I have a, a Power World video on there. It was the last one there, but you know, get stuff in the works. And then our podcasting channel, Better Radio, Survivor, if you're a fan of that, about to come back, which means Ben, Chad, and I will be talking about it. Uh, oh, no, sorry. Ben, Dylan, and I will be talking about survivor on the blindsiders then in the summer when big brother comes back that's when chad comes in (laughs) to do uh that but yeah other than that thank you so much for listening jack thank you so much for your time thanks for having me brian i'll see you all in the next one